This is the Two Dudes Week in Review Top 5 Podcast. Check out video versions of this podcast on our website at Two Dudes Reviews. That's D-O-O-D-S Reviews.com. And now, here's the dudes. Hey, good stuff today. We'll be discussing the State of the Union from last Tuesday, corruption in the CDC, why the, uh, why the director of the FBI quit this week, um, how three of the country's biggest companies are taking health care into their own hands. I think this is really really cool. I'm excited cool. about this, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I, I'm hoping that it's going to foreshadow things to come. Uh, in case you're just joining us, which obviously you are, this is episode three of the Two Dudes Reviews Top 5 Week in Review. That's, is it episode three already? That's right, this is our third Holy one. moly. Believe it or not, uh, I'm Jave. I'm Andy. And I'm Jill. I'm Allison. Okay, there you go. You have all of us right there. Um, we've got some funny stuff, too. Uh, Andy's tips for keeping a clean kitchen. And the mistakes a lot <laughs> of us make that uh, that can make us very ill. And what each state Googled the most as far as Super Bowl recipes are concerned. Let's get into it. All right. Number five. So, okay, at number five, uh, baseball's most controversial logo. You know which one I'm talking about, right? Cleveland Indians. Indians. Cleveland Indians, right. Here Heading into his I'm final okay. With the Indians. Oh my. You know, I don't get all the hubbub with the Cleveland Indians. I mean, <laughs> big deal. I mean, have we gotten that sensitive? Yes, we have. And oh. it's ridiculous, right? <laughs> They've been the Cleveland Indians for how many years? Washington. Mm-hmm. And Redskins. there was never a problem no. before. Look, I, they're still going to be the Cleveland Indians, right? Uh, but 2018 oh. is going to be the final season that Chief Wahoo! Wahoo! will be appearing <laughs> on the Cleveland Indians uniforms. Uh, now, he's been in use since 1947, believe it or hey, not. So it's almost criminal. I mean, if you think about it, what are you going to change it to? Yeah. Like uh, some guy in a turban with a dot on his head or uh, something? Probably an, maybe an arrow. Well, no, I the Indians, know. right? I mean, maybe come on. Cleveland uh, corn crops. <laughs> you want to rename the entire team, Jill? Oh, no, then you lose the nostalgia. No, come it's on. Cleveland Indians. They're just going to change the logo. That's right. To be less... Um, Politically incorrect, which is the Offensive. half the problem of our entire yeah. country. Well, anyway, in, in case you're not familiar with the logo, it's a grinning cartoon parody of the Native American coming under criticism the last couple of years. Now, the club has cut back the use of the character, but starting in 2019, it will no longer appear on the uniforms or the stadium signage. Here's what I'm thinking. Andy, we need to go out and grab as much of this Cleveland Indian stuff that oh still gosh. has Chief Wahoo on it Absolutely. as humanly possible. Absolutely. That's investment is, grade. It's going to be investment a, grade. It's going to be a gold mine on uh, on the eBay's. So so maybe they could call them the go. Cleveland Native Americans. Would that be better? Oh, Jesus Christ. I mean really, seriously, it's ridiculous. Uh, you know what? There actually is a uh, uh, a Save Wahoo feed on Twitter at Save Wahoo W A H O O. Believe it or not. Now, if the Indians change the name, uh, Jill, you already suggested one, but what would be a good name if they change the name entirely? And will this move force the Atlanta Braves to take the tomahawk off their uniforms or stop that uh, faux Indian chant that the Atlanta Braves do at their ballpark? You know, I, again, I think it's all ridiculous. They're embracing. You know, you can look at any situation two ways, right? You can look at it as they're making fun of our Native American heritage in the United States or in, in, in this country, or you could take it as we're celebrating right the heritage of this country and the, and the and the people who were here long before us mm-hmm. and you know they choose to go the other way of course. I think they should change the name of the Cleveland Indians to the Mistake by the Lake. Mistake by the Lake, I agree. 
I agree. The mistake by the lake. That's what they call it in Cleveland. Number four. All right. After enduring months of negative pushback from Donald Trump, Andrew McCabe surprisingly, really, announced he's quitting as deputy director of the yeah. FBI on Monday. Yeah. Um, he told his friends he felt pressure from the head of the FBI to exit, yeah. and he planned to retire. Um, you know, recently saying he planned to leave in mid-March when he was eligible, and now he's doing it this week. So I kind of don't understand why. What's all the hubbub? This week, next week, next month. It's, it's like 30 days different, right? Right. Now, FBI Director Christopher Ray spoke about his concerns regarding a report the Inspector General um, had looked into McCabe's actions during the 2016 Trump campaign when the FBI was probing Hillary Clinton's emails, or not really probing right. Hillary Clinton's emails. They were just looking at a way to, um, I don't know, the cover it all FBI up. The whole FBI thing is so jacked up. It is. It's, There's it's so ridiculous. much corruption at so many levels. That it, it almost boggles the mind, man. It, it it does, and and it's and it's sad because that is the Federal Bureau of Investigation that is supposed to be the premier law enforcement agency in this country, and they are they they are they're crooks, they're criminals. Honestly, in the words of Donald Trump. Clean house. Get rid of all of it. Yeah. Drain the swamp. Drain the swamp. Drain the swamp. Get rid of all of them because they are so corrupt, crooked, um, and they're and, and unfortunately it's been politicized. They're all working for one political party, um, and and it seems. Honestly, not even against the Republican Party. They're against Donald Trump for the sake of being against Donald Trump. So McCabe is not somebody that Trump hired. I, I guess not. No, but you know the other the other interesting fact about this: his wife ran for a state senate seat in Virginia and got almost half a million dollars from an organization with ties to guess who? Uh, Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton. No, right? Dun, 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 dun. Again, dun, 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 again, dun. right? So uh, again, it, there, there's there's all this 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 tangled web of corruption and lies and 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 people who again are just not they're not honest straightforward and forthcoming and they don't really give a damn about me and you and the rest of the people of this country it's all about their own political agenda their own power struggle their own power agenda their own money grabbing agendas and it pisses me off ah just uh just rest well tonight knowing that you're one of the little people I'm one of the little people, and I know that. <laughs> Number three. Yeah, uh, this reeks of corruption. Speaking of uh, corruption oh, with the last of. story, uh, Dr. Brenda Fitzgerald. You know who that is? No. Okay. So I got a ecologist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm hanging out with Jill's gynecologist last week, and she says, "Jay, there's something you need to know." And I said, "I'll I'll make sure to let Andy know." Here's the penicillin. I was going to say, "Good thing we're just friends." <laughs> Andy's the one that really has to worry about it. Okay. So uh, let me let me uh, put this into perspective for you. Okay. Say. Um, Say you go to a doctor because you have lung cancer, and then you come to find out that your doctor is one of the big wigs for R.J. Reynolds' tobacco company, and your doctor is telling you, nothing to worry about. You're yeah, fine. You're good. You're fine. Would, would, would that raise a little suspicion? <laughs> well, maybe a little red flag? Oh, Just a little one. Maybe. Maybe. So here's the deal. Uh, she's the director for the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, right? Uh, she resigned on Wednesday due to controversy over investments in tobacco and healthcare 
companies. Oh, nice. Yeah. You, can anybody say uh, conflict of interest? Um, no. Conflict of interest. Yeah. <laughs> now, this uh, obviously comes as we're experiencing the most devastating flu outbreak in nearly a decade. Uh, the resignation announced by Alex Azar. Now, he was the recently appointed Secretary of Health and Human Services. Uh, thank God uh, he kind of raised this red flag and said, hey, th- something smells a little off here. Can you smell the burnt toast? A statement the agency noted, complex financial interests that have imposed a broad recusal, limiting her ability to complete all her duties as the CDC director. Yeah, you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So go take all the money from your investments and get the hell out. Number two. You know, at least three companies, speaking of, I guess, health, you can call it health, right? Um, this is kind of an easy story. At least three companies taking proactive approaches to healthcare crisis in America. Well, on Tuesday, Amazon, Berkshire Hathaway, and J.P. Morgan Chase. Oh, those are small companies. They're little companies. Yeah. They don't matter at all, right? No, uh, they but, only employ what a million people. A million people, right? But they announced a plan, <laughs> and it's a joint plan. It's a it's a plan together. As and that's kind of what's interesting to me, right? It's not like here's one company doing this and the other one. The others went okay. Right. Let's all do this. They were like, hey, let's get together, right? right? And uh, and come up with a joint plan to cut healthcare costs for their employees. Dynamite! What, what a novel concept! So are right? they putting together their own medical or their own I, insurance I th- company? I think or? it looks like that. While they employ, uh, while their their primary focus is to buy, to offer better healthcare. Um, they prompted speculation that other companies may follow the lead. Because, you know, we can't continue to sit by the wayside and let this goddamn tug of war between the Dems and the Republicans that are always, both sides are to blame here. Of you course. Know? Um, both sides want to put extra little crap in there. Um, from And I don't know if this is lobbyist pressure or if it's just a political agenda on the sides or whatnot. To get this damn health care bill put into a perspective where it really is going to help everybody. I think certainly the first step is Trump saying, hey, you know what? This whole uh, you must do this or be penalized. Right. The mandatory sign up for Obamacare. Oh, removing that was a well, great first step. Uh, that just sounds like a way to fund the IRS to me. Right? Well, because who gets that money? If you don't have health care, the IRS stings you and you're paying that to the IRS. Now let's play devil's advocate here. If there are people that are contributing to this that have pre-existing conditions, uh, let's just say that uh, you don't you don't have a pot to piss in. Uh, you're Mary Jane Rotten Crotch. You're on welfare. You got 17 kids, and you go to get free health care whenever you want. Right? Um, if not everybody is contributing to this fund to take care of whatnot. Are we setting ourselves up all of a sudden for healthcare as a as a government run entity, Obamacare, to be bankrupt in the span of three years if everybody isn't buying into it, who's eligible to buy into it, or who should, or who has to buy into it, who doesn't have privately funded healthcare? So, um, yeah, I, does that make sense? Yeah. So here's the reality: I lived in Mexico. Okay. Let's look at their healthcare system. They have government healthcare facilities, a hospital, right. free. You go in, you get treated, but guess what? The line is around the block at that hospital. Right. Now there's private hospitals where you can go in and you can get treatment and you have to pay for that. Right. Right? Well, it's why expensive, not? but not it's, ungodly expensive. My, I, no, my, compared to what uh, we have here in the oh, States. Dude, dude, it's completely realistic, right? It's nowhere near what our, our rates are here. My son had brain surgery and it was like 12 grand, not $220,000 would, would have been here in the States or more. But the reality is you have a choice, right? If you want free healthcare, here's the free healthcare. 
it's going to take eight months to go get get a get an appointment for your cold, right? So you, you're going to be over your cold before you get in. Um, just mm-hmm. like I guess it's the same in Canada. It's no different, right? Socialized medicine up right. there, but but you have that choice, or you can pay eighty five dollars over here and go see a doctor. And the lines aren't around the block at the, at the at the private healthcare because well there are those that choose to pay and those that choose not to pay. So you have a choice, and I think that's what's missing in this. Here we don't have a choice. We pay exorbitant insurance rates. Those of us that pay pay out the ass, right, mm-hmm. to get healthcare that's not even very good, right? And you still got to wait three months for a damn appointment. So my question would be exactly who's to blame or are they all to blame? And when I say that, I mean, is it the insurance company that's to blame? Is it the pharmaceutical companies to blame? Is it the doctors to blame? All. How how deep do you want to get? Right. Well, and we were talking earlier, and I don't understand the difference in the premiums. So my premium is $186 a month. But there are those who have to pay $1,500 for a monthly premium. Why why such a huge stretch? Why such a difference in the premium? Yeah, why such a huge difference? I don't understand that. Jay just asked, you know, who's to blame for that? Well, we're all to blame. We allow the lobbyists to go in there and tell the doctors they're going to pay them this much money to prescribe this medicine. We all know there's a cure for cancer, but the big pharma doesn't want us to know the cure for cancer because that's where they make all their money, right? Tobacco doesn't want you to know because they're making all their money there. You know, if you, if you, and I don't know the exact solution to that, okay? I really don't. But, but what we- Why not a flat fee? A flat rate I don't know that there's a flat fee though, Jill. Because everybody needs health care. By the way, let's let's throw on the pile. Let me throw on the pile here. Let me throw on the pile our flippin' sue-happy, our litigation-happy society where I'm going to sue the doctor because I smoked cigarettes my entire life, and now I have lung cancer, and and I died from it, and now my wife is suing the doctor because he didn't cure my... And it's all frivolous bullshit, but at the end of the day, we allow it to happen. Do you we know allow it to happen. So what's the, the solution? At the end of the day, how hard a malpractice, a medical malpractice suit is to prove? Of course. Do you have uh, to prove it anymore? Very slim. It's, yeah, Do it's, you have to prove it anymore? It's really yes. who has the better no, no, lawyer, no, no, right? No, I mean, you know, allegations of sexual misconduct and all kinds of people oh, are going well, out of their job. We're not talking about sexual misconduct. No, but it doesn't matter. It's the, now you're guilty first before being proven innocent. And you are exactly right. And here's proof positive with that, that, you know, in my business, if I'm out doing an event somewhere and somebody comes over and trips over a cord yep. because they weren't paying attention uh-huh. and they trip over the cord, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if they win the lawsuit or lose the lawsuit, whatever. Mm -hmm. The moment they say they're taking us to court, that's 50 grand in attorney's fees. Yep. Bing. So you settle before you hire your attorney. No, you use your attorney. (laughs) You have to use the attorney. Yeah, there's, you're going to settle with a multi-million dollar media empire. The settlement in that's going to look like like $250,000 minimum baseline to settle out of court. So what I'm saying is you're 50 grand, right? I mean, somebody just alleged something, boom, it's 50 grand. Right. So it's, it's, it's now it's guilty and until proven innocent so versus innocent until proven guilty. So and that's the unfortunate part. Is and that's su- what costing us money. Here's a suggestion. Could this work? The government takes over and, and, and you can have 
public insurance companies, but the government has a government-run insurance company to try and fix the insurance companies. The government comes in to take over pharmaceuticals, right? The pharmaceutical companies. They help them out as far as spending for research and development, and then they come in and they put caps on how much based on, you know, cost and profit and loss and whatnot to make sure that, you know, the, 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 the manufacturers, the scientists that are now government employees are taken care of and taken care of well, but not so that it's a wild, wild west. They can charge whatever they want, like the jackass from a, what, a year and a half or so ago who buys out this pharmaceutical company, takes a drug that used to be $12 and all of a sudden it's $1,200 because he's ready to make a profit because he's the only one who makes it and he's going oh i can go for the jugular here because there's a lot of people that need these these diabetic shots or whatever so you take care of both of those and then leave the doctors alone because if i'm going to an eight-year graduate school i don't want the government coming in to tell me when i'm the best in the business as far as a brain surgeon or a cancer surgeon no you can only charge x amount for your for your practice so here's here's the flaw in that in that in, in in my opinion you just place the same people who are taking millions and millions of dollars. We just talked about it. How, as a United States senator making $175,000 a year, do I have an $8 million net worth if I didn't have that going into Congress? So now you've now placed all of our health care in the hands of that person who is likely every day of their lives being driven by lobbies, pharmaceutical companies, insurance companies. That's where this whole thing is messed up. Right, the, the, but the, the insurance the, the, companies the, right now are saying, screw the little people. We're in the profit business. I understand The pharmaceuticals that. are saying, screw I, the I, little I people. That. We're I in the profit that. business. But, but so where be, does the clamp come down? That would be up to our, our, our congressional leaders, right, to say you can't do that. Now they can regulate it, but they should not be in control of it. By the way, you really want to make that happen, Jave? Great. Congress has to have our insurance, yes. not their own. Congress has to have Social Security, not their own. They got to give all that money right back to the, where they took it, which and was from our Social Security. It all goes back to Corruption. fixing Congress and the government. Right? If there were term limits, this wouldn't be an issue. Number one. All right. So, number one, uh, of course, this is a big story of the past week. And uh, and no, it has nothing to do with Super Bowl uh, or Super Bore, as Andy would call it. Uh, big story of the past week, obviously, the State of the Union address. And uh, later on in the week, the memo. Oh, God. And I haven't read the, the memo. memo. So I don't know what the memo Four says. Four pages long. <laughs> uh, but the 30,000-foot uh, view is uh, is kind of indicating that Hillary and her corrupt cronies uh, and, and the DNC were <clears throat> spying on a Trump associate during the campaign process. Did you say and rotten crotch? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> we can't prove that. That's an alleged rotten crotch. So we don't know enough sorry. about the memo. And like you had mentioned uh, prior to the podcast, this is not something that's going to go away. So I'm sure we'll be talking about that. But first day of the unity address, Donald Trump, uh, the calls for unity enthusiastically applauded by the uh, Republicans, uh, thrilled, obviously, by the tax plan, which has been pretty cool. Pretty I'm cool. stoked about it. Tough to tough to say much negative about the tax plan, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and then greeted by the indifference from the Democrats. Did, did you watch? I didn't watch. I didn't oh. watch. I, I only saw kind of some of the reports in the news. At every state it's, of the union, you're uh, going to have a little bit of where you know whether 
the president is Republican or Democrat, the opposite side is going to be sitting while the other half is getting up and applauding and going, yay, yay, yay. But unequivocally, even with the big accomplishments, even with the good stuff that everybody should say, yeah, right on, that's good news. These damn Democrats were just sitting there with a scowl on their face. Nancy Pelosi looking like she's cracked up on some. She kept licking, licking her, her lips and her teeth her and teeth. just being creepy. Yeah, it's now, cocaine. Yeah, it could be, could be. <laughs> so try and stay away because she's 98 years old and uh, has been in Congress for way too goddamn <laughs> way long. Way too long. 80-minute speech. I think of the third longest speech of any president in history. Uh, he touched upon, obviously, the hot-button issue of immigration, uh, blaming the open border policy of past administrations, allowing for gangs to flourish and take the lives of Americans. May have been a little bit of a stretch there, and I've heard both sides on that. We don't necessarily need to get into it. Um, He offered a plan to let the Dreamers, now we're talking about undocumented immigrants who came to the U.S. as children, a path towards citizenship, but then he said they shouldn't be a priority adding Americans or Dreamers too, and I get that sentiment. I completely agree. If, if 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 you're providing benefits to people who came in here illegally and and, our, and, and, and my, my contention for all of this has always been are they contributing to our society in a positive way right right if, if you're if you're an undocumented or you're an illegal alien and you're arrested for a crime you're out. Right. Why populate our prisons and our jails with people who shouldn't be here in the first place and who have no positive impact on our society? Get the hell out and get them out. And if they come back in, shoot them. <laughs> That's extreme. Uh, guess what like happens the- if you, seriously, guess what happens if you go to Mexico illegally? Yep. You go to prison. If you go to Mexico illegally, you get deported and you go back, you go to prison for a really, really, really long time. If there's no benefit to them coming back, if the punishment is severe enough to keep them from coming back, they won't come back. We, eh, that's all it takes. Issue one. The rest of them say, see this guy? That's going to happen to you. Don't even get me started, dude. <laughs> Let me design the wall. Of course, no uh, one c- will come congressional over. black caucus members failed to applaud as uh, Trump bragged about historically low unemployment for African-Americans. And and at first when I saw that, I was like, well, was, isn't that a thing to celebrate? Uh, yes, it's a thing it to celebrate. Be. However, I think it's only like 1% during the last year with Trump and like 4% over the last eight years with Obama. So what I think that's what their protest was. It's Anyhow. irrelevant. Guess yeah. what? By making that an issue, they are further dividing our country along race lines. Period. Stop talking about it. Andy's Oddity of the Week. How about something funny? Can we, can we talk about something? Lighten kinda, the mood, man. Kind of light. It's so dark in here. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. Um, anyway, how about this? A full flight of plumbers makes a U-turn because of toilet trouble. What? Okay, what? you said a Wait full a flight? A full flight. Okay, so a it's plane not a is flying. of plumbers, right? They're going to a plumbing say, convention. I didn't say plane. Didn't I said vacationers. Plane. It's a full flight. A full a flight, flight of well, an so airplane flight, full of plumbers makes a U-turn due to toilet trouble. <laughs> How does this happen? Okay, well, vacation is traveling on a flight from Norway to Germany. Uh, so I guess it's uh, it didn't happen a, here, bit right? Of a flight, man. Their plans went down <laughs> down the tubes because of broken toilets. Even though the plane was full of plumbers. <laughs> Um, uh, Who knew that Norway had like a giant uh, plumbing convention? The Norwegian airplane made it almost halfway to Munich. It's not 
Oktoberfest time, so okay. Anyway, they couldn't go on due to crappy plumbing. Yeah, but um, but um, anyway, um, they were unable to uh, fix the problem mid-flight, and they said it could only be fixed by someone working from the outside. Oh, and so um, they had to turn around. Uh, everyone seemed to be relatively happy despite the shitty circumstances, and, uh, so to speak. Apparently, they 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 all went on their merry way when they got back home. Jeeves jacked up story of the week. All right, this is jacked up. I think we need a uh, maybe a soundtrack for uh, an ACDC song uh, for oh. this. Maybe like the highway Da-na-na. to hell. Da-na-na. Okay. <laughs> you might say Arizona is hot as hell. You've been to Arizona in the summertime, right? Once all of us here. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so get this. If you're driving a particular stretch of I-10, you might think that you actually are in hell. And here's why. There's a two-mile portion of the highway. It's between Phoenix and Tucson. I don't know if you ever made the drive from Phoenix to Tucson. About an hour-long drive right there in between the two cities. Uh, it's been adopted by the Satanic Temple of Arizona. <laughs> what? So, yeah, if you're driving down I-10, you see a bunch of guys with uh, pitchforks, Satanists with pitchforks, cleaning up the trash on the side of the road. Uh, yeah, you might be in the right place. Would they really be cleaning up the trash? Are they with Hillary in the stripes? Yeah, no, no, no. There's no Hillary there. Now, the members actually said they wanted to do something good for the community. So they contacted the Arizona Department of Transportation and asked to adopt a segment of the highway. They paid the fee. They now have their own damn side sign on the side of the road that says this 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 part of highway adopted by the Satanists of Arizona. I think we need to have that little wow. sign below it that says to Bob's house. To Bob's, to Bob's house. house from last week. I like it. You know the reality of it, Jave? To Again, the Bat Cave. <laughs> to the Bat Cave. No, if, if we're going to, if we are going to, as a country, embrace, right, the freedom of religion, what's wrong with these guys who believe in something funky, right? Okay. <laughs> Ultimately, because they allow the Scientologists to exist, right. the Satanists can do their thing, right? And guess what? These guys are doing something positive. What do you think the Satanists get each other for Christmas? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Let's leave that entirely alone. By the alone. way, the sign is located at mile marker 666. I like it. Oh, nice. Good, <laughs> All right. So, um, here are four common kitchen mistakes. Now, you're the big, yeah, you're the chef in the group I, I'm here. I'm the chef in the group, and I break some of these rules. It's kind of interesting. I might have to change my tune. Um, <laughs> here are four common kitchen mistakes that can make you sick. Number one, you only own one cutting board. They say you should have at least two. Okay. One for raw meat. We've got like how many, And hun? one for everything else. Three. We have we how have many? Two, we have three big ones, and then we have two of the small ones. All right, okay. so do you use your cutting boards based on size or whatever you're cutting? Based on size. There you go. So apparently the one for meat should be plastic, not wood. Ours is. Um, so there you go. That's uh, the, bullshit. I'm calling bullshit right I'm there. calling bullshit because if I throw some bleach on that thing, it's as sterile as it needs to be. Hey, but I'm also calling bullshit of the fact that we just pull whatever cutting board is available and closest at the time. It doesn't matter if it's veggies going on it or meat going on it. I've cut meat on the plastic board and I've cut meat on the on but, the uh, bamboo no, I, board. Person, uh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. No, no. We all do it, right? I, yeah. I do have, by the way, more than one cutting board, but I use one for the most part all the time, yeah. right? Um, washing wash raw them. meat. Now, I've heard this and I, and I, and I, when I read it initially uh, a couple of years ago, I stopped doing it. Never wash your raw meat in your I sink. I did not know Don't that. Don't ever wash your know. meat because whatever bacteria is on the meat, right? 
if you, the second you put water on that, it's now splashing everywhere. And now you've got all this bacteria all over your kitchen or any, anywhere else you're going to put it. Right. So it's just going to be right there in the sink as long as you're washing your sink. Take a loofah to the chicken. Whatever. Right. (laughs) No, ultimately, ultimately. uh, So if it's chicken, you're pulling out of a bag or if it's pork ribs or whatever else it is. um, I do tend to rinse my ribs because I pull them out of the bag in the in in the sink so that so that you know it won't it won't go everywhere on my cutting board or everywhere else but Mm. if you really think about that um your sink is probably dirtier than your cutting board or your counter a lot of the time so yeah 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 so they say don't rinse your your raw your raw meat because vegetables they say don't rinse your raw meat because you are, again, spreading that bacteria, right? Okay. okay. Right. Um, number three, don't use the same sponge for way too long. I threw one away this morning. Yeah. I throw them away when they smell. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> but they say every two weeks. Yeah. At two weeks. I'm two good weeks? about that. I'm good about that. It's like every, every what, almost a week and a half, two weeks, I throw it away. I can't. I'm calling bullshit. It's we gross. Get, we get so bad on our sponge. We're like, you know, That's we use the, they're dual-sided. So you got like the Brillo pad on one side uh-huh. and the sponge like under on the, the other. Sink, Jay. It goes so, we use it so much, the Brillo is almost m- missing. It's oh. almost gone. So it's not really two weeks, it's two months. Yeah, I think it's more like. I hear you. I, okay. I think it's more like three weeks. She says two weeks. I don't know. I'm buying it. Hey, here, here's one that I didn't really think about was don't let your leftovers sit out too long. As a general rule, if you allow anything to sit out for more than two hours, um, you could get bacteria in there that's that's going to make you sick. So when you're done with dinner, pick up your shit and put it away. Oh, that wonderful pastrami sandwich that Jill had half of this oh, morning. Yeah. Wah, 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 no, no, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. When we go out to the car right now, I'm gonna put it in the insulated bag. It's chilled. Okay. We're gonna chill that shit. Okay. So um, now here's something interesting though. You 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 may have heard you're supposed to let your turkey cool down before your refrigerator. It or something like that, but it's actually a myth. Oh, who knew? Reality is, is that back in the old days when the refrigerators didn't yeah, work back very in well. My day, sonny. Back in the old days, get off my lawn! <laughs> You're melting my ice. Back in the old days, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Back in the old days, you put a hot turkey in a, in a refrigerator, it would actually heat the refrigerator and spoil everything else. Yeah. Today's refrigerators are much more efficient, so feel free to place your hot turkey into the cold refrigerator, and it'll chill it right down, and you won't get sick. We do a pretty good job at that. We do. Anything else? No. Oh, those are your tips. Never that mind. That was it. All right. So I'm listen, uh, speaking of food, uh, we have eaten, but if you're listening and you haven't eaten yet, prepare to get very, very hungry. Have to have something in this because it's the uh, it's the Saturday before Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Uh, somebody looked at recipes that each state has been searching for on Google in the lead up to the big game tomorrow. And then they posted a map of the top search of each state. I've gotten some interesting takeaways from this. Some that I'm going, yeah, good ideas for the uh, Super Bowl party tomorrow. And some I'm just like, really? Like, really? They're searching for this? Now, the four most popular food searches. Any guesses? Seven-layer dip. Seven-layer dip. Jill? Jill's making stuffed sausage stuffed mushrooms. Okay, tomorrow. that's close. You're close. Deviled eggs. Deviled eggs. Well, those aren't the most popular. Tacos. Chili, wings, sliders, and close to Jill, sausage cheese balls. Sausage, sausage cheese, cheese balls. balls. Now, 
Chile is number one in the state of uh, Arizona, New Hampshire, New Jersey, Ohio, Rhode Island. The chicken wings are number one in California, Connecticut, Nebraska, and New York City. Uh, sliders or burgers, number one in Georgia, Missouri, West Virginia, and Wyoming. And the the uh, lovely sausage cheese balls, which I've never made before, but it Wisconsin. does sound good. Let's see if we can find a recipe for that. Our number one in Florida, Nevada, huh. believe really? it or not. Mm, uh, North Carolina balls. and Texas. So there's your idea for tomorrow. Right. Okay. We've been I, thinking I still want to do rolled tacos. See, she sausage. does this every time. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to make tomorrow. And I say, I don't know that my jaw can handle the rolled tacos. She says, well, what do you want to do? Well, I say, let's do the big brief. She I'm, wants to make roll tacos. Cheese balls. Cheese balls. Cheese balls. All right, so a surprising number of people will be making soup. 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 It's winter. That's dumb. It's dumb. Pennsylvania. Kind of like chili. For a group. I, would, I would make the chili. Well, chili is kind of soup. No, chili is chili. Soup is soup. Well, For the purpose of this soup. study, soup is soup. Okay. Because chili was one of the top searches, right? right. So this is soup. Uh, Pennsylvania, Michigan, top searches are potato soup. In Oregon, it's taco soup. Taco soup. In nice. Kansas, it's dill pickle soup, which sounds weird and oddly that is delicious. Yeah. Shit, yeah, let's make some. <laughs> it sounds oddly delicious. With bl- the whiskey back? Find a recipe for that. I'm not. I'm doing deviled eggs. No, no, no. You, we don't have to do it this weekend, but I think that would make a good Two Dudes Reviews video. Let's how to it. do dill pickle soup. Dill pickle soup. With Irish whiskey. Oh, shit. What do you think goes in I'm the in. dill pickle soup? Pickles, pickles. duh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, slap my mama. All right. Um, And bacon. Also, Mississippi's... Everything's with bacon. Mississippi's top search is beef stew, so that means the top search in 10 states is either a stew, a soup, or a chili. Who knew, right? Uh, Now, Allison mentioned uh, dips, various dips popular in seven states, Massachusetts and Montana. It's the buffalo chicken dip. Uh, Over in Maine, the clam dip, which stands to reason, right? You're in Maine. Arkansas is queso, uh, which I would have thought Texas would have been queso, or maybe New Mexico would have been queso. New Mexico, however, is here with a seven-layer dip. I don't like the seven-layer dip. I've never liked the seven-layer dip. I just, uh, you know what? I'll do a queso fundido. Yeah, too much stuff in there. Uh, In Tennessee, it's skillet dips, which Hmm. I don't know what a skillet dip is. It's a dip in a skillet, duh. Uh, Yeah, okay. And then in Washington, it's jalapeno popper dip, which sounds delicious. Oh, of course. Yeah. And then finally, a a few of the lamer searches included Chex Mix in Illinois. Yeah, like okay. people need to look up a recipe on how to do Chex Mix. I have box. Get a box, it's on, box it's on the box. Yeah, it's on, it's on the box. Hey, pst, it's on the box. Uh, hummus in South Dakota. I made actually. I made. I made sweet potato hummus. Did you use uh, the bean? The box. I did not use beans. I did not use garbanzo beans. I used sweet potato. Okay. And tahini. 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 What the hell is tahini? Tahini is uh, basically pureed sesame seeds. Okay. I thought it was sunflower. It's sunflower seeds. It might be. <laughs> yeah. Because pureed anyway, sesame seeds, those are really small as they are. Sunflower seeds sunflower are relatively probably. small. That, you're right, Jill. It is. Okay. Tahini is uh, pureed sunflower seeds. So sunflower seed, and because I was doing a whole paleo, whole 30 thing at the nice. time. And so I took this uh, this hummus that was made out of sweet potatoes and everyone loved it. It was wow. fantastic. Okay, very cool. Um, Andy, your deviled eggs are found only in Virginia. Okay. Yeah. And then finally. Then the rest of the country sucks. Yeah. yeah. What about Nevada? 
We already said Nevada. Jave's the favorite dip in Nevada. Are, are deviled it. eggs, are they going to be hit in Nevada? No, no, no. In, in Nevada, are. the number one is the uh, is the, 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 the cheese, uh, the sauce the cheese, balls. cheese balls. What about the dip? Sauces the Nevada dip. We can't balls. make deviled eggs. Other than Nevada I am making deviled eggs. Sausage cheese balls. Uh, sausage. Uh, sausage. Do you like a sausage cheese And then finally, bruschetta in Vermont. Bruschetta, they're fancy. For whatever reason. I wonder if they're putting uh, the Vermont maple syrup on the top of their bruschetta. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Probably not a bad and idea. Well, you know, in, in Maine, why is it clam dip, not lobster dip? Good question. I would go with Maine, right? many lobster rolls. The lobster roll, for mm-hmm. sure. Hey, we're, uh, sorry, this the particular podcast went on about five minutes longer than normal. I'm Jave. He's Andy. There's Jill and Allison over here. Uh, we would love, if you enjoy what you hear, please support us. You can find the link right here on the, uh, on the page. We're going to do the video version of this particular podcast, but only about once in a month because, well, we're lazy and it's a freaking pain in the ass to put the video edition together, the video version. <laughs> together. Have a good week, y'all. Yeah. uh, Subscribe to us on Facebook. Please subscribe to the podcast. We'll talk to you next week. Peace out. Thanks for checking out the Two Dudes Reviews podcast channel via podbean.com. Check out more on our website at twodudesreviews.com.